0: On this week's episode, we welcome Scott Bolden. What is it that makes a difference in people's success? I mean, some people look at the marketplace and they see opportunity. Some people look at the opportunity at the marketplace and they see nothing but obstacles. So, Alex, talk about. Tell us a little about what you're doing now, and talk about the entrepreneur mindset.
1: Yeah. So. Um I run a venture studio called Mission Eight and um, recently uh, have put a lot of focus on our company Topline, which is helping professionals um, focus on what they do best, which is their skill, their 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 specialty. And, and we take and, and help them do everything else. We help them grow their business with AI tools, with automation. Um, and so in my background, I've had a lot of experience growing companies from the very earliest stages from, you know, zero employees. You are the catch-all for every problem. Anything that happens, anything that comes up, um, you're the guy. And so uh, I I think what really differentiates a lot of successful entrepreneurs from others is just a willingness to be uncomfortable and a willingness to be embarrassed. Um, When you first start doing anything, you're just not going to be good at it. If you watch uh, a small child Try and walk for the first time, run for the first time, ride a bike for the first time. They're gonna fall. They're gonna they're gonna make mistakes. And I think for a lot of people, there is an unwillingness to make mistakes publicly in a way that is embarrassing. And part of entrepreneurship is a willingness to try new things that are outside your comfort zone. And I think that um, a lot of the generation today, a lot of people are just not equipped to to be embarrassed publicly and make mistakes and pick themselves up and, and keep trying. So I think that's that's one of the big reasons. There's lots of reasons, um,
0: but uh, that's just one of the, the many reasons. Patrice, do you think um, many people defeat themselves before ever getting started? Because when you hear the conversations about there's a different track depending on your race and your gender, uh, opportunities are not the same uh, instead of you know, going out learning the hard way on your own and not listening to someone else's experiences or what may have happened 50 or 100 years ago, because America is not the same place today that it was 15 or 20 years ago.
2: Yeah, I, I, there's an impact on uh, the psyche when it comes to hearing over and over again, particular narratives. You know, I think uh, there there's a rise in this um, anti patriotism this um, the the number of people the proportion of people who are proud to very extremely proud of America has fallen and I think part of it feeds into this idea that you know the, the this country has done such a disservice to so many different people and I'm not denying that it has certainly there have been waves of slavery um, waves of anti-immigration in this country but still this is the best place for you to be able to take your idea your passion your ability your skills to the marketplace and find um, find opportunity there whether it's working for someone or creating your own opportunities. You know, I, I would love to ask Alex about, you know, just when it comes to the younger generation, you know, it, it seems like they seem to be interested in the idea of using their smartphone to be able to create that flexible life that they want. But, um, you know, do you find that there's still struggles with them wanting to work, uh, wanting to work long hours and, and um, wanting to work in, you know, for someone um, for, not for, for themselves, but willing, being willing to put in that time.
1: Alex? Yeah, so I, I think one of the, the challenges that I see is our attention spans and our patience has gone down like never before. So in the era where you get everything you want instantly, it's hard sometimes to spend a year, two years, three years, head down, learning a trade, that is useful that people want to spend money spend money on um, building a business the hard way where you you learn the, the you, you build something that people want and you acquire customers and um, you get feedback and you improve. So many of the the ideas that we saw I think in this era of easy money were things that were get rich quick. You know the the NFT phase. Um, the things that weren't really adding a lot of value to society, they weren't providing a lot of value to their customers. It was just people trading. It was sort of the hot potato, you know, who's the last man holding the bag when the value uh, disappears. And, um, and I think now that interest rates have come up a lot of that easy money is out of the market. You're seeing a lot of real innovation. It's been encouraging to see um, things like AI uh, that has permeated the entire venture market. Um, You really don't want to start a company today that is software related that doesn't include an element of AI. Um, and, And we're seeing a lot of innovation at a pace that didn't exist in the last three, four years, um, because there were so many bad ideas that were getting funded. And, um, and so there's, it's a good thing to see that change happen. Um, And I think just this younger generation learning the value of patience, um, and dedication to, to a skill to to your craft, and really providing value going back to the basics and not just looking for a way to make a quick buck um, with something that is is not really adding value.
0: But, but Patrice, don't you think, uh, there's certainly a huge difference between um, next-gen entrepreneurs today than previous generations yeah. of entrepreneurs, but don't you think that some people just don't wanna take the risk, don't wanna take the responsibility? I just read an article where Next-geners feel overwhelmed. Um, They feel, they just feel they're just not mentally, um, uh, they have the capacity to handle the workload from their employers. They don't want to work on their own because they don't want to take the risk. And I don't know if much of this has to do with social media. It has to do with the kind of parenting that exists today. I don't know if it has to do with what government does now is instead of asking people to rise up to the standard, they lower the standard to accommodate people who believe they don't have the skills. So there are so many contributors, in fact, this year, but certainly there is something that is amiss when it comes to this next-gen generation.
2: Well, it's interesting. Uh, the Zoomers, the Gen Z, I'm a millennial, so the next generation after us, about 13 percent of them are now in the workforce. These folks are the first generation to uh, come into the workforce during the pandemic. They're also the most educated workforce, meaning they've a lot of them have gone to college. And I think... That there's a missing element between college and the workforce, and that it's not, college is not necessarily necessarily preparing them with the hard and soft skills um, that are necessary for you. Number one, to be able to function really strongly in the workforce, you know, knowing how to be professional, knowing how to operate in those professional settings, knowing how to be a critical thinker and not just follow the box. But then even to take that into the the uh, entrepreneurial setting, the risk taking that's involved, you know, knowing that you know you you know what it takes to start a business and and to Alex, Alex's point, uh, being able to do the hard work of, of being diligent day in and day out. Now, I, they talked about millennials like we were entitled and you know we had the helicopter parents. And, and I think a lot of millennials have started to do better. So I'm hopeful that Zoomers will be able to catch up, particularly now that they have to be going into the office compared to when they first started and they were totally remote. But there, there's a lot of soft skill building um, human capital development that needs to happen with Zoomers. Um, and frankly, a lot of that is gonna be being passed down from Boomers, from uh, Gen Xers, and from Millennials to this younger generation. Let's just hope that they're willing to be open to listening and rather, rather than thinking they're, uh, they know it all and can do it all um, by themselves.
0: You know, you know, Alex, I don't know if they have the raw, natural skills for survival the raw natural skills to um, create their way out of a complicated situation. I mean, I I think this generation relies so much on technology and that's why I refer to them as technology entrepreneurs, but technology can only take you but so far. And I think because they see the kind of wealth that can be created from technology, um, they feel that there's a certain skills, because listen, It's important to me that I be able to put a sentence together to write a column. I still need to know how to write. Mm -hmm. And and I I still need to know how to go in the woodshop to build a table, a build a chair, a build a desk. I need to know and acquire those skills. And often I learn those skills, not because I was in some trade school, but through trial and error by almost losing a finger or a hand, I'm willing to stay in there until instinctively I master that skill. But I don't know if they have that kind of, discipline and 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 the fact to say i'm not going to stop until i conquer this well i I think
1: this generation is going to have to figure it out i mean if you look at the trend lines um, the majority of the american workforce will work for themselves in some capacity by 2030. that number was just six percent of the american workforce in 1989. so this generation, I think more than anything else is, is going to be a generation of entrepreneurs. And, um, and I think that they, you know, I think that the the jury's still out on on what kind of innovations we see. Um, But I I am encouraged by some of the trend lines and, uh, and the willingness to um, self teach through tools that are out there. Um, there's a lot of you know, a lot of these these kids They're the schools are failing and they're having to, to learn themselves on platforms, social media platforms, YouTube, they're watching videos, they're learning skills themselves. So for the the, the people out there that are willing to do the work and um, and are willing to take the risks. I don't think there's been a better opportunity than exists now. Um, Anybody can can learn these skills very cost effectively. Um, Anybody can can make a name for themselves. Uh, You can start a business much more cost effectively than ever before. So there is a huge opportunity for this next generation. To do things quicker, faster um, and to have opportunities that maybe 30, 40 years ago would not have existed, you know, at certain socioeconomic bands, you would not have the opportunity to create something and we're even seeing global uh, competition. So companies are being started all over the world with solopreneurs who are competing against American companies.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode.